You. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Guy who just randomly got this video put in his recommended by YouTube on a Sunday afternoon, and now you're clicking on to see what the hell it's all about? Well, I'm sorry that this information is mainly going to be useless to you now because YouTube waits too fucking long to put it in your recommended, but what I'm telling you is we do cover PGA and DFS and golf betting here, and there's a reason that YouTube probably put it in your suggested. You might actually like it, so maybe you should check out this channel and watch this video and see how good my picks were today and how entertaining this video was, and maybe next week you can actually like be here in time to watch them and not get it put in your recommended when it's too late. So that's something to consider, my man, because we do good shit here. I appreciate your time. Enjoy the video. We'll talk to you later. Yo, sorry about that PSA I had to do at the start, but I get so pissed off that YouTube doesn't start recommending this until it's too late, and all these people don't ever click and stay around, because the information's useless, so I did it, and I'll probably keep doing it, because why the hell not? For all of you that don't know, I am the Degenerate75. I am a high-limit DFS player who has uh, had a channel for about six weeks now, and we're pushing to a 1,000 subscribers, so if you could help a man out and go subscribe, once I get to a 1,000, I'm going to win a lot of money from two asshole friends, and I'm going to turn around and give that all out to my listeners, uh, because that's how I roll, so help me out. Also, go like all my videos uh, that you watch and give me a uh, turn on those notifications because if you don't know, we do this every Friday and Saturday night for Showdown, but then every Wednesday night we do a week-long stream that you need to be there and be live for because if you're making your loudness for you watch that, you're a fucking loser and you ain't going to win because you got to answer my hard-ass questions. PGA DFS is some hard shit and you need somebody to ask you tough questions that you have to come up with tough answers to and once you do that, then you start winning the monies at PGA DFS. Go give me a follow on Twitter. I'm the Degenerate75 over there. I got way more followers on Twitter on you than on YouTube. So, you know, it'd be great if I could just have a bunch of both of them. Uh, we're doing to get into those uh, big drawings that I was just talking about. All you simply got to do is go like this video. Go leave a comment today. Uh, and say, who was the one guy who uh, wrecked your lineups today? Because for me, it was definitely Rory. I told you I was going to play him. I mushed the hell out of him. So tell me down in the comments, who destroyed your lineups today, your showdown lineups, and leave your uh, Twitter handle. Then go over to Twitter, retweet the show, like the tweets, and that's it. I'll put you in a big, look, look at this right here. For all of you that are new, I'm going to put you in a big spinny wheel like this. And you win a $100 ticket that you get to make a lineup with me because we do badass giveaways here. Now, here's $20. No, thank you. Like, none of that stupid shit. Me and you are going to make a lineup. And if you want, we'll even save it for the millionaire maker coming up for the Open Championship and go win a million bucks together. Although, I guess it'll only be a half million because we got to split that shit. So, that is where we're at with that. Uh, already went over the schedule. Uh, just so you know, we are powered by Cut Sweats. If you don't know Cut Sweats, if you're playing PGA DFS golf on a regular basis, especially week long, you've got to be doing Cut Sweats. It lets you track how you're how you're doing with all your lineups, how your players are doing, how many six of sixes you have. And tonight, what'll be really cool is it will have the projected how much money I can expect my lineups to win tomorrow, so I can know if I'm actually live. Like you could say, "Oh, I'm in 38th place," but does that really mean anything? Well, this will let you know because he runs the projections 10,000 times and lets you know if your lineup is actually live. So it's more like a pay sweat tonight which is probably my favorite feature of it so be looking out for that and if you want to sign up for cut sweats get half off your first first month by just uh entering promo code dgen 75 d-e-g-e-n all lowercase 75 that's it um all right let's move on i'm trying to really keep these things under 20 minutes so i'm cutting down all the fluff at the start because that's what some people have suggested and i kind of fucking agree with them so that's what we'll do what's the first thing we always check what is it come on i hope i get a whole bunch of new people who watch that psa and want to know what is it come on new guy who just found me in the recommended and decided to stay because my awesome psa what is it 
No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's wind. Always check the wind. And look, we, we've been checking it all week and it hasn't been shipped. But look, oh, we got a little bit of something going on. Manana, uh, we have uh, some winds picking up right at 11. And it only gets a little sturdier throughout the afternoon. Not to mention it's going to be 88 degrees tomorrow. So that'll be a second really nice hot day. Maybe we'll catch some crusty greens and some little winds. And those leaders won't go out and just annihilate the course today like Cantley did. For all of you that didn't see, I was definitely in second, third, and fifth place today in the main $15 uh, GPP. I was on like 35 grand. But then and uh, but then uh, Tigala bogeyed 18. So I lost the bogey-free round that would have made me in second, third, fourth, and seventh place. Because I had a fourth lineup up there. And then when Cantlay ended up coming in and being the nuts, it basically cratered all my lineup. So I went from winning like a bajillion dollars, like I told you I would today, to just winning, you know, a good amount of money. Uh, so th that's how it goes sometimes. Fuck Cantlay. Uh, we'll be okay. He's a fucking loser too. Uh, can't wait to fade him tomorrow. You play him. You play him. I can't wait to fade 58% Patrick Cantlay. Get the fuck out of here. So, weather, it does look like it's going to be windy tomorrow. Should we consider that? I do see big enough gusts there and baked out enough greens that we should at least consider it. We should at least consider Is it all like, I can't play anybody at the later half of the day? No, it ain't like that. But it is definitely something that, like, uh, maybe it makes me a little warmer to those guys going out earlier than I would otherwise be. But we are adults here, so we're going to check more than one site. Let's go check Willy Weather. Uh, they have the exact same thing, super light uh, in the morning, and then it just slowly picks up all afternoon up to, what, 11, 12 miles an hour. Uh, gusting, the other site showed us up to about 18 to 20. Weather Channel, uh, I hear they do weather. Let's see. Um, Sunday, yes, the exact same thing. Picking up to about 12 right whenever the leaders will be playing the back nine. So I, I, we need to consider weather tomorrow. Is it an all-in thing? Definitely not. But uh, it, it makes me like those guys going off at like 8 or 9 a.m. more because they're going to get almost their entire round in uh, prior to any wins or baked out greens. And I'm telling you, I'll let you know right now, whoever wins a big GPP tomorrow will have some asshole who goes and shoots a minus six in the morning before all the big leaders get out there. They'll still have some of the guys at the end, but they'll have that one asshole in the morning that goes off. Uh, it looked like that was going to be Paul Barjon today, but he bogeyed 18, which kind of killed his upside. He needed that bogey-free round. Uh, all right, so we got weather. Let's talk a little bit about contest selection. We're slowing down on this contest selection because I talk about it so often. Here's the big $20 tomorrow, the $300,000 contest, $100,000 to first. If you're going to play in that, you're a moron because the payout structure is horrific. One-third of all the money going to first, and then it drops all the way down to $25,000. If you're going to play in that, I'll tell you what I always tell you. At least play 25 lineups. Really, you shouldn't do it for with any less than like 100 or 150 because you're going to be playing all the best players who are going to be max entering it, and they are going to have all the leverage on you, and they're going to have so many more combinations of good players that they're just going to be able to outplay you. It's a terrible investment. If you're going to play your five lineups in it, instead of doing that, just go play in the $100 single entry. If you, instead of playing 25 lineups in it, or uh, what is that, uh, uh, 23 lineups, go do one in the 555. Ask my dude Scott Butterworth. You can win some real money at that. So that's what I would tell you there. I will say what really caught my eye, and I'm thinking I'm just going to max this tomorrow because I hate that big one. Go check out the $8. You can still 150 max it. That'll only be $1,200. First place is a cool 10 grand. Much flatter payout structure, only 20% to first. Gotta love it. Um, last I checked, our buddies over at Fantasy National don't have a round four up. Let's see if it's up now. Oh, look at that. Look at that. So we got round four pricing out here. Uh, let's go check out tournament stats so we can boom. 
People, prices tomorrow, normally on Sunday Showdown, we get a little bit uh, loose pricing, but tomorrow's a little bit tighter. Four guys over 10,000, which is going to be very important in how we consider our roster construction because I think a lot of guys are just going to get completely overlooked based on how people are going to want to build their lineups tomorrow. So this is really uh, impressive that all four of these guys over 10,000 uh, are all kind of in the running. Well, I guess Rory's not in the running anymore because, as I told you, he's a fucking loser and he'll fall apart. Uh, do I love him as a bounce-back candidate tomorrow? I don't know. Maybe. You know, that'd just be some Rory shit to do. Uh, but here's what I'm really noticing with this. When you have four guys up here, everybody's going to want to cram Scotty, Cantlay, and Xander in there. They're going to be so popular because they are all playing well. They're all big names, and they all are sitting there in the top ten. So they're going to get those magical placement points that everybody fucking cares way too much about. But what happens is if people are going to jam two of those guys in there, something in, uh, amazing starts to happen called you ain't going to be able to fit any of the 9K guys in there. So I think somebody like Davis Riley, Seamus Power, uh, Keegan Bradley, Tommy Fleetwood, they're going to go criminally under own. No one's going to play them. They're going to be like, they're too far back, and I don't like how I have to play them and then play three 6K guys. They're not going to want to build like that. So they're going to go Scheffler, Cantlay, and then they're going to drop down and put a whole bunch of, you know, $7,000 guys in there. That's going to be the most popular build tomorrow, I promise you. Or Xander. It's going to be a mixture of those three. And then some people get cute. I bet Rory still comes in at 8 or 10%. But guys like Davis Riley, Seamus Power are going to get overlooked. I don't know if Tony will get overlooked because he played so well today. And as we know, people love to chase a good round. But that's something to definitely think about. If you really want to pivot tomorrow, the best pivot you can do, normally I say just don't play guys in the top 10. But I think tomorrow the real pivot could be just avoiding uh, or not avoiding, but uh, being more open to your lineups being a whole bunch of 9K guys that are chasers. Davis Riley, he's in 42nd place. Nobody wants to play him. Seamus Powers spun his wheels today. Didn't do that great. Nobody's going to want to play him. Webb Simpson uh, and Tony, I think they're an exception. They will get some ownership. People will find a way to squeeze them in. But Keegan, Fleetwood, Harmon, uh, Steele, they're just not going to get ownership. Um, I know Steele's 8,900, but it, the point remains, right? Um, they're just not going to be able to build that way. Because uh, they're not going to have those position points, and they've already spent uh, over twenty thousand on their first two guys in their lineup. So something to consider: ownership. Who's going to be the highest owned guys tomorrow? Well, this shit's real easy. Okay, now there's the prices, but I already have everybody starred over here on uh, weekend, just because I was trying to do my prep and I haven't had time to click it all over because I'm trying to get this shit out in a timely manner so you guys can watch it and keep my shit over like you know twelve hundred views where I like. Um, who's going to be chalky tomorrow? Cantley will be the number one owned player tomorrow. Even though he is in second place, people are going to love how good of a round he had today. He looked like a god. He looks unstoppable. Xander definitely spun his wheels today. So Cantley will be the highest owned. Scotty Scheffler will be high, highly owned. And Xander will be highly owned. That will be one, two, three. Uh, obviously, because people like to spend their salary on big names. We already got that. But let's talk about other guys that are going to be highly owned that... Uh, you know, that I don't like so much. Basically, it's going to be people who had good rounds today who are starting in the top 10. Who is that going to be? Sayeth Tagala. Yes, I had him. If he gets a par on the last round, I win a lot more money than I did. Um, so, you know, the, the, he's going to be popular. Tony Finau making the big rally today. He's going to be popular. Uh, uh, Keith Mitchell, I think, will have a little bit of ownership, but he did kind of flutter out there at the end, so maybe he won't be too bad. Um, the, uh, Kevin Kisner will be popular. The, those guys, those guys in the top 10, Tagala, Kevin Kisner, I, Party Marty might even be popular, which I'm very happy fade in that because I have them in all my week long. Um, those are going to be probably your five most popular guys right there. There you go. Tagala, Kisner, Cantley, Xander, and Scheffler. So if you want to play those guys, go ahead. But here's what I always tell you. Look from T11 and up. T11 and up. I encourage you, depending on how many lineups you're playing, 
only play two or three of those guys. And I know a lot of you but I don't want all those placement points. Well, first of all, you don't get those placement points unless they finish there. They're fake points until they actually finish there. Um, so don't think about those because all, all the difference between second place and 15th place is literally one birdie. And as you saw today, there are birdies to be had on that course. So I'm not going to sit there and say, uh, you know, like you got to chase placement points and also something to look at, which I doubt the PGA has put it out yet, but, uh, go check out the pin placements. If there's a bunch of tucked pins, that is always something to consider, but that information is never out before I make those. So that's just something you'd have to go look at on your own. All right, let's talk about who. Uh, I think are good plays. The first thing I like to look at is guys that kind of did just didn't do shit today. So go look at positions, just sorted by positions here, and go see who uh, just didn't score well today. JT Poston, Nick Hardy, both were just pretty average today. Didn't do anything great. Here's one I absolutely love. John Hung, everybody was all about him today and so far this week, and he didn't play well, but he's still sitting there in 15th. He's coming off of a poor round, uh, and he's 6,600. Uh, I, I don't know. He makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Seamus Power is a smash play tomorrow. Nobody's going to want to play him. He did terrible today. He was highly owned and he did terrible. So, so many people are going to be over that. Uh, and he's still in that perfect position to rally and make a big splash. And at that salary, no one's going to fit him in. So, very sneaky play. Same thing with Charles Howe, Adam Long, Brennan Steele. I'm just looking at these guys that performed poorly today. Uh, Cam Davis, Roy McElroy. These guys all played like shit today. They all lost strokes overall, yet they're all still top 31 or higher. So, they can all easily backdoor a top 10 and get you six birdies and a streak and a bogey-free round. And that wins you a GPP. Uh you're probably saying, what do you know about winning a GPP? Well, clearly nothing, because Patrick Antley said, go fuck yourself, Degenerate75. That's what he said to me today. Not very polite. The other thing I like to look at, who was really killing it on approach today? Oh, look, the Hobbit himself, Brian Harmon. And at 8400 uh, he'll catch a little bit of steam tomorrow coming off a good round. you got to determine, do you want to pay that ownership premium for a Hobbit that uh, is, uh, you know, that is coming off a good round? I don't know if I do, but I do love that he picked up three strokes with approach. Um, Keegan Bradley really started to figure it out. I think Keegan's a pretty sneaky play tomorrow. 8,700 T31. Uh, I, he makes a lot of sense. He makes a lot of sense. Once again, I don't give picks here for all of you that are new. You got to go figure this shit out for yourself. Uh, but I think where you really want to look is let's go look at those guys that are going out early. And kind of what I was looking for down here is maybe some guys that were giving it away around the greens or guys that have been sticking their irons or guys that have just had a cold putter. And like Hank Lebiota had a terrible round today, but like he's gaining four strokes on approach overall so far through this tournament. Josh Bramlett had a great round today, but lost four strokes putting. I mean, if he can just putt like an average dude for one round, he would have legit shot like a five under today. Something to consider. Harry Higgs. Uh, I saw him miss like a four-footer for Eagle today. That's brutal. Uh, Ryan Armour. He let some people down today. He could never bounce back, right? But overall, uh, I'm only sorting by round three right now. If you go look at all rounds, I'm pretty sure that Ryan Armour. Oh, shit. It clicked over. Damn it. Uh, it switched over to the round four. So all now all my start guys are gone. Fucking awesome, Fantasy National. Uh, before I forget, let's also go check out round four scores. Here were some guys I noticed that, that, that score really well on round fours over the last 12. Obviously, Rory, Xander, Finau, Cantlay, they're all going to score well. Uh, Scotty, because they're fucking awesome. So don't read into that. When you look for round four scores, you're looking for guys that like are not big names that are scoring well. And here were the ones that popped up. JT Poston, Cam Davis. Brennan Steele, Mark Hubbard, Seamus Power, Chez Reavy, Ryan Armour, Luke List. You then take that and go overlay with who has been approaching well. I see some guys uh, or guys coming off of a poor round. Guys like Seamus Power, 
uh, Cam Davis, Mark Hubbard, uh, Luke List, who all spun their wheels today, all seem like breakout candidates to me tomorrow. Should you play them in your single entry? I mean, if you want to, if you're ballsy, but if you're entering 50 lineups, these are the kind of guys at the bottom of your player pool that you want to be mixing and matching probably in 10 to 20% of your lineups. I'm just telling you, one of them will pop off tomorrow. That's how it works. Uh, today, I did 60 lineups, and I had 20 guys in that player pool. Uh, I had a lot. I had Rory and Scheffler and Tigala everywhere. Uh, obviously, two thirds of those were really good. I had a lot of Keegan also. Um, and when you have a good pool like that, and three quarters of them hit, well, then all I had to do was mix and match down at the bottom. And uh, that's what that's how you get however many lineups. I think I had like uh, eleven lineups in the top one hundred at one point. Uh, let's see. Back to our leaderboard here because it's all gone. Other things you can look at, guys who shit it away around the green today, because like in a single round, around the green is pretty useless information. It's, it's actually extremely useless. That's why I like Cam Davis. It's because he had that one hole where he just blew up. So his around the green this week is horrific, but overall he's playing well. The Conrad Schindler's list, dude, this guy's a ball striking MF. I tipped him yesterday, and he actually played pretty, pretty, pretty well today. So maybe give him another look. Um... Adam Long is another one of those guys who spun his wheels today. Let's see what old Adam Long did today. Adam Long gave away three around the green today. Yes, his approach was bad, but like, you know, I'm just saying. He can figure it out, and he's a good bounce-back candidate. Anybody else has shitted away around the greens today but had good approach? Stewie Sink? And you're saying, well, why don't you care about around the greens? Well, it's pretty simple, man. Because in a single round, if they're in the, if they're like having to get up and down a lot to try to save par, they're not going to be fucking scoring that much anyways. I'm looking for guys that are going to be green in regulation machines and have 12 footers for birdie every time. Speaking of which, there was one guy I did notice today who had a birdie look on every single hole, and his name was Webb Simpson. I feel like Webb Simpson scored just low enough, only four birdies today, which was still a good round, but he scored just low enough, and he is just expensive enough to kind of maybe keep his ownership reasonable. And by reasonable, I mean probably between 15 and 20% tomorrow. But man, he is just like, if you tell me that Webb is ball striking and not putting, give me that all day. And I was watching him on Shot Tracker all day, and he was killing it. So him and Keegan and Sheamus and Riley, this is like uh, maybe even Fleetwood, The Hobbit, Steel. All of these guys are really sneaky plays because everybody wants to start Scheffler, Cantley, Scheffler, Shoffley, Cantley, Shoffley. And they're going to want to drop down here and grab Tigala. Then they're going to want to drop down here and grab somebody else. So I think getting in that 9K range other than Finau is a pretty tricky pivot tomorrow, depending on how you want to play. If you're playing cash, don't play cash at Showdown. There, there's your free advice for the night. Other guys, now that they're all unstarred, I'm just going to have to try to go off memory here. Other guys that really caught my eye. Joel Dahman, man, he played terrible today, and he could bounce back, but I feel like he's just exhausted. That's why I didn't play him this week at week long. I just, the U.S. Open hangover seems like it's caught up to him. That's good enough for me not to play him. Aaron Rye, I keep playing him over and over and over, and he's such a cock tease. He just always starts to be like, ooh, uh, uh, and you're like, ah, uh, and uh, then he just never finishes. So is tomorrow going to be the day? He picks up in every, he's picking up strokes in every category. Cage Lee was terrible all day, and then just decided to roast the last six holes, and a lot of times that can be a great indicator. A guy's going to carry over that momentum. Uh, JT Poston did nothing today, so I imagine that people are going to be a little, uh, and that's a great time to get back on him. Um... Uh, Let's see, Luke List, he ball strikes, but he always ball strikes. Sorry, I'm having to go through here and just kind of remember all of these. Oh, we talked about John Huh, uh, Party Marty. I just, because he's in fifth place, he's going to be two owned. Uh, man, Shez, 
Shez is in 19th place, and he's picking up on approach and not putting like an asshole, and we know he can play well at this course. You got to give Shez a look. I'm not telling you to play any of these motherfuckers. I don't care who you play. You play who you want. I'm trying to give you some names to consider. Don't be scared to go down here to the T60, Josh Bramlett. Matt Wallace is another one who picked up on approach and putting today. He was just terrific off the tee. I imagine if he lost three and a half strokes, he probably put one or two OB. I can relate, brother. Mm. Anybody else that really caught my eye down here? Taylor Moore has been gaining uh, ball striking every round. He's 6,700, and not a soul will play him tomorrow. Uh, Mark Hubbard picked up on approach again today, even though he didn't score well. I think he burned some people. Probably a good bounce back candidate. Uh, we already talked about Ryan Armour. Is there anybody else? Oh, Schindler's List. You got to love him. Paul Barjon. Uh, but you know, he was playing by himself today and I really don't want to play a Paul Barjong coming off a hot round. Cause let's face it. He probably ain't going to do that again. So there's some names to consider. Uh, don't forget to go look at round four scoring. There's that list one more time. Guys that really popped up that would surprise you were list armor, Shez, power, Hubbard, still Davis and Poston. Uh, one guy I'm definitely going to play tomorrow. I would have to say, man, you think, once again, why do I not have this shit ready? Why do I never have this shit ready? The one guy I'm definitely going to play tomorrow is, I want to say Davis Riley, because I just feel like he is a the nuts play tomorrow. But I, I, I'll i just be honest with you. I'm only going to probably play one of these top four guys. And for me, I love a good chaser. I think he might be a little chalky. But he, at some point, he can't be more than 35% because everybody's going to have Cantley and Shoffley. So I'll go, I'll go Scotty Scheffler. I just, I, he's, he's coming off a great round, yes. But he's Scotty fucking Scheffler. He can do two rounds in a row. So there you go. Man, I feel like that's such a cop-out. Hold on. Let me, let me come up with a better one. Fuck that. I'm not going Scotty Scheffler. You know what? My one guy I am definitely playing tomorrow is, 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 is. Let me go find a good one down here. Let's go find, let's go find a. Uh, Man, Davis Riley is everything I want. He goes off early. He's about, all right, fuck it. I'll go Davis Riley. I'll mush my own guy. There you go, Davis Riley. No one's going to play him because of his salary and where he's at in the leaderboard. Um, he's doing everything I want to see. Uh, he is a Sunday killer. I've watched him before. He's won uh, some, me some decent money at GBP. So there you go. Davis Riley, the one guy I'm definitely not playing tomorrow. If you don't know the answer to this already, go smash your face into a wall because you've not been watching. I have no chance I'm playing Patrick Cantlay tomorrow. Yes, he looked like a god today. Yes, he looked unbelievable. There's no way he could ever do bad. Just like all the idiots that were saying that about Rory uh, Friday afternoon when they were already counting their money. What the hell happened to him? Huh? Huh? It's golf. Shit's hard. Just so you know. I'm going to be on GS Luke's show tonight. We're going to be doing prize picks. The dude's got me hooked on there. So come check us out. We're going to be doing a live stream. Uh, you'll probably enjoy it. Uh, GS Luke also does showdown content. You know, he is about the only other competition I have in this industry, but I don't view it as that. We have pretty good uh, friendship. So I uh, hope you can check us out and watch that. Um, don't forget, I do this every Friday and Saturday night, these round three and round four showdowns. But more importantly, I do that big Wednesday night stream for... Uh, your week long. And if you don't come to that and you make your lines for that, that's why you always lose a DFS golf. Don't say I didn't tell you so. And we've also started a new thing called the cut down hoedown that we do every Friday. Uh, we're, we're trying it out. The first day, the first week was a moderate success. We're going to try to get more. Uh, so try to be there Friday afternoon. I know some of you have like a job and a life. I can't relate to that, but you know, cool for you. So I'll see you guys Wednesday. Thanks for swinging in. Enjoy my new outro. We'll see you later. 